Thanks be to God for his word of life. Let's pray. Stay with us, Lord, and make yourself known to us as loving Saviour and risen Lord. Amen. What an extraordinary turn around in that story. Two disciples have reached home. They've walked with the stranger who is in fact Jesus, risen and alive, and yet they have not recognised him. They've talked and they've listened, and their hearts have been strangely warmed as this stranger has spoken of the scriptures and their meaning. And now Jesus, the stranger, seems to be going to carry on his journey, leaving the two disciples. And they feel that they would be bereft without him. And so they invite him in. Stay with us, they say. It's getting late. Evening is drawing in. The road will be dark and dangerous. Stay with us. Of course, Jesus will go further. He will carry on his journey. Journey back to God, journey out into the wide world to be wherever he wants to be. But at that moment, they invite him in and he comes into their home. It's allowed at that time. No regulations keeping him out. The sun has gone down. The day is ended. There's huge symbolism in this story with all the, the ending of the day. And it's all sort of over, isn't it? And yet it's not over. Because as Jesus, the stranger, breaks the bread, they recognize him. And he's gone. There's so many puzzles in this story. And I'm not even going to get onto the broiled fish that this risen Jesus shares with his other disciples later. There's all kinds of puzzles. Jesus is there, is real, is risen, and yet he's not bound by the normal laws and regulations of physical nature. Jesus is neither a resuscitated body nor some ghostly spirit. His presence is both real and mysterious. He breaks bread, he shares fish, but at the same time he's not simply physical. He appears and disappears. He's recognised and not recognised. But above all, 
wherever he goes, he brings new life and peace. His first words to his broken, doubting disciples is, peace be with you. And they can hardly believe it for their amazement and joy, Luke says. This isn't doubt because of of misery. It's doubt from joy and amazement. I can't believe it is that kind of wonder of that Easter day. The day is ended. There's an ending in this story. And yet, in fact, it's a new beginning. A new beginning, not so much for Jesus, but a new beginning for his disciples. Because they are now witnesses of his living, real presence. They are witnesses of that peace that he shared with them. They are witnesses of that love that even conquered death. How amazing. An ending becomes a beginning. I experienced that many years ago when I walked the Thames Path. I walked from from the Thames Barrier in London, beyond Greenwich, to the source of the Thames near Kembourne, Sirencester, in the Cotswolds. And I followed the Thames from that mighty river in London to a trickle beyond Ashton Keynes. I continued following the stream onto the village of Ewan. Sometimes reeds covered most of the riverbed, then white flowers of watercress. After this, the river was a sad object, puddles of water in some parts, so dry in others that I could stand on the riverbed. That was the mighty Thames, but just puddles. Of course, what looked like the dying gasps of the river are in fact the very beginning of its life. The end is in fact the beginning. And I have everything upside down. That's what Easter does. It makes us realise that we have everything upside down. That what seems an ending is actually a beginning. And this is the prayer I wrote when I reflected on that turning of my ideas upside down. All is a matter of life and death. All losses, questions of meaning, endings, are matters of death. All beginnings, discoveries and joys are matters of life. And the two are bound in one. Endings become beginnings. Losses lead to discoveries. Questions are overtaken by joy. And love is all.
man. Today our focus is not so much words as an action, a very simple action, the breaking of bread, a name for Holy Communion that we will be sharing in a moment. In that breaking of bread, Jesus is made known among us and within us as our risen Lord. And so we offer these gifts of bread and wine, the gifts of bread and wine at home and the gifts of bread and wine in church, that they may be a means by which Jesus meets us today and fills us with his peace and love.